0: Interested in upgrading or downgrading your home? First-time buyer? TPS, DACA, or ITIN? Not a problem. Call or text Yamilet Estrada with the MG team at Rowe Real Estate for all your real estate needs at 479-616-8854.
1: everybody to the district 3 podcast and we're back episode
0: 60 uh this is Irvin. hey this is manny and jessica's actually in the background right now hey. and she'll but she'll be live on the mics next week so we're glad that she's back
1: yeah jessica you know it's she brings the better vibes to the whole show me and Irvin are just we've, we've been the placeholder for jessica right she's back so now we can leave and uh leave our posts <laughs> to her
0: so she'll be back next week But today we have a uh, special guest on this episode 60 of the District 3 podcast. Wow, you remembered number 60. I remembered this week to make sure that I remember the episode number. I'm glad you've been on it. If I forget when we hit 100, that's going to be bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll be a big occasion for us. Well, today we have a
0: great guest. She is the candidate for the House District 97 in in Arkansas. We're welcoming uh, Susie Bell. Thank you for joining us, Susie.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: And Susie, um, can you can you start off just by talking a little bit about um, what your district covers?
2: Sure. Um, uh, district ninety seven covers Eureka Springs, the city of Berryville, Hinesville, uh, Holiday Island, goes all the way to Goshen in Washington County, and then Sonora, which is considered Springdale. So yeah. It, it's three counties, Madison, Washington, and Carroll.
1: I always wonder if they're going to annex Sonora into Springdale the way they just did Bethel Heights. They should, right? I mean, I don't know if they should, but, uh, you know, that just What had, are the
0: pros and the cons of that, to be honest?
1: Beth, I mean, you just get one. It's easier for taxes for a city, I guess. That's all it is. I think Bethel Heights had a mayor as well. Oh, so, okay. you know, you get rid of those offices, and now it's all under one city council. Oh, um, so, but Sonora's huge. I mean, obviously, you know, Susie could tell us a little more about that, but it's anybody that's gone east of Springdale knows that's a lot of land out there. So I don't necessarily know if it would benefit uh, anybody. Mm, I've, I have a
0: friend that lives out there, but I've also gone to speak at Sonora. I forgot what school in Sonora it was that I went to go speak, but... Um, there was teachers over there that used to teach in Rogers High School, so that's that's how I ended up going over there. And I also have other friends that live over there. But it's a cool, calm town, Sonora. Um, and Susie, I made a post recently on Facebook, and it was a post about like uh, Latinx candidates running for office. Sure. And someone told me that you're actually
1: Latina. Si.
2: si. And how, how is
1: that? Like how? sí
2: en Cochabamba, Bolivia. Okay. Mi mamá es de Chile.
1: Oh, okay so yes. very very diverse latina okay, I, I, I,
2: well so you can't judge a book by it's right cover, right <laughs>
1: uh, okay that, and that's that's one thing about being uh, latina latinx is that we're a very wide spectrum of uh of yeah. a book you know you can't just judge a book by its cover
2: no i've had people that have made disparaging remarks about mm. immigrants in my presence and i just had to let them know that that was not acceptable
0: yeah. yeah. So you said you have roots from Bolivia and from where else? You said? Chile. 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 Okay.
2: Mi mamá es de Chile.
0: okay. Okay.
2: Y yo tengo mucho familia en Chile.
0: Have you been have you been back sí. there recently?
2: Dos años pasado. Oh. Wow. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really
0: cool. So, um, how do you end up in Eureka? That's yeah. a that's a yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> right, yeah. Great question. <laughs> right.
2: Well, my mother and my little brother and I immigrated to the United States. I was three years old, and we learned English together, my mother and I. Mm. Um, and so we moved to California. Now, I am the child of an older father. He was 54 when I was born. Okay. She was 20.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: So um, when he retired, he had worked with a man in California that, that uh, was from Arkansas, and he talked about mm. how Arkansas was just heaven. And so. It's happening,
1: Manny. It's the California It's happening, Arkansas. Manny. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we
0: have this thing. Which okay. ma- we mentioned every episode. It always yeah. comes up. Every guest that we have somehow is from California. There you go. Yep. Someone yep. tells him about jobs or opportunities in Arkansas. <laughs> and and then they, yeah. <laughs> they end up here.
2: Well, he wanted to retire here, that was when smog was starting to be an issue. In California. in California. And you know, oftentimes our PE would be canceled because we could not go outside. Wow. So uh, he retired and we had some land in D. Queen, Arkansas. Oh, I like yeah. Okay. And then, uh, so we moved. And I thought I had just been dropped into a total different world. Right. It was so culturally different. Than what I knew, but I have grown to love Arkansas. I came here as a ninth grader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so graduated from De went to the University of Arkansas, met my husband. We would always go to Eureka and sneak off mm. on the weekends. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, like a lot as of people students, do. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: So then, when it came time to, uh, and he he's a doctor. So mm. when it came time for him to set up practice. He wanted to do it in a small town, and of course we love the outdoors, we love mm-hmm. the beautiful nature, the Buffalo River, mm-hmm. the Beaver Lake, all of that. We thought it, what a great place to raise your kids in a small town like this, and it's uh, just never look back, it's fabulous. So yeah.
0: about the Queen though. Because yes. I've been there. I've been yes. there once. And it's, it's a, definitely an interesting place.
2: It is. Uh, there
0: is a lot of Latinx people over there.
2: Right. And my, now, mo- my mother was the sole connection and interpreter for mm, all of them when wow. they came in. So,
0: so did you come in as a, just only speaking Spanish?
2: I did as a, as a three-year-old, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And um, so my uh, mother and I, you know, we learned, we okay. did English, English together. Yeah. Of course it... At the age of three, I don't have the accent. Sure. My mom did. She's, she has since passed away. But um, yeah.
0: We Sorry. actually have a city council candidate uh, running here in Springdale who's actually from the Queen as well.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And uh, I've been there before. And I remember okay. the last time I went was probably yeah. like about six years ago. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure if this is a normal thing. But that time that we were there, we went outside and looked at the stars. And they looked the closest that I've ever seen stars. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a De Queen thing or if it was just maybe like a one-time thing, but we stood in the backyard of this house that we were at, and the sky was like the clearest that I've ever seen. Wow. The stars look like so super Well, close. you
2: have not been to my hilltop, and you need to come to my hilltop then because... There you go. <laughs> I live on the second-highest point in Carroll County, uh. and it is spectacular out there. Of course, we don't have the city ambient lights. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, you're away from yeah. all that. Yeah, so. no, to your point... The Queen has, I think, the highest percentage of Latinx people in the state. Mm. Not not the highest number of population, but just by percentage. Okay. But um, I, I I it that. was
2: not that way when we first moved. it. Gradually. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it happened. It happened over time.
0: I wonder yeah. why. Is there like? Is there? There's a, big... a chicken plant. Poultry. Okay. Okay. That's yes. what I was going to ask. Poultry. I
2: yes. wonder what it was that caused there. Absolutely, it was. Yeah.
0: Because even now, there's still a there's still a pretty big population. I feel like it's growing all the time, and people do end up moving over here. A lot of folks from the
1: Queen, I end up seeing people like after they graduate
0: high school or after they graduate the university, they end up over here.
1: Well, I think it's 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 something about, like Susie was saying, it's a different type of culture. I think you know once you're around, you get a taste of the nature and the area around here. I think people want to stay. It's the same reason like, people like us, our age even though like we've been to other places we always want to come back yeah. um I think Jess can speak to that Jess's been around, all around the world right and, yeah. and then but here she is in Springdale um, <laughs> but it's like yeah there's just something so endearing about where we live it's the reason I love it here um definitely, definitely. And, and I think that's Susie that's part of the reason why you guys wanted to invest like spend your time in Eureka right and it, so like you how long have you guys been in Eureka?
2: Thirty-five years.
1: Thirty-five oh. years. Yes. So, what, 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 what's the thing? What's the thing that kind of like flipped a switch for you that made you say, "I should run for this office um, to represent this area"?
2: You know, I have, I have two grandsons. Uh huh. I have a ten-year-old who is my biological grandson, and then I have an adopted grandson. He's biracial, and I know that that child will have a harder time because of how he looks Mm -hmm. and i worry about him because we adopted him when he was later and he had he's got his own issues Mm. and i can just see him getting stopped for a minor traffic violation and my little pale pasty white redhead Mm. getting talking himself out of it but Mm. not not my other one I mean he he has a chance to get killed mm-hmm. he really does I could not look at those little boys and not tell them that I did everything I could to help make their world better yeah they're my motivation um, I I am just a, a more of a servant you know I, I mean I, that's what I like doing I love helping people I love doing it with our clinic and and uh i just want to do more and better and of course i'm very unhappy with what i see in the current administration yeah and it's we just have to do better we we can treat each other with love and respect and dignity we don't have to all agree right but it just cannot continue like this
0: Yes, absolutely. So, did it take some convincing of, like, your family to let them know that, like, you know what, I want to run for office, or were they just well, supportive from yeah. the get-go? Well,
2: they, well, they, um, actually, the, the party came and came and asked me, mm. and they asked me a couple of years ago, well, it was before that, um, and my mother was still alive, and I was her caregiver. Mm-hmm. She had Alzheimer's, mm. and I said, no, I can't. Yeah. My obligation is to my mother. Mm-hmm. And so after she passed away, then the door was open, so they came back to me and they said, please consider it. So I talked to my family and I said, what do you think? And they said, whatever you want to do, we're supporting you 100%. So, yeah, I needed their approval. I needed their support. And my husband's been dynamite
0: yeah that's so um, cool. That's great yeah. that's that's so interesting because there's like a statistic that says that when you ask a man to run for office usually just the first the first time you ask him he'll say yes that's right true. but when you ask a woman sometimes it takes about like five or seven times yeah. specifically because you know like they take that responsibility of whatever's going on in their life more seriously than men do men are just like yeah let, let, i can do it you know yeah. i can do it i'll have someone else take care of this and this and this but the women are the ones that think more deeply think more like uh, carefully and say, you know, I have this responsibility, and I have this, and I, I mean, I can go on for days on that. I just kind of feel like right. we men—we really don't think much, right? No,
1: we—we we, we, we got a problem, <laughs> but that's why—I mean, that's part of the reason why we need more women in office. Yeah. I yeah no,
2: I, I had to pray about it. I yeah. really did. I had—I had to know in my heart that this was, and of course, I never do anything um, halfway.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: I—I was—I'm either in, or I'm not at all. And yeah. so I knew it was gonna take everything.
1: Good. And
0: well, sometimes it's just a matter of like, it's the right time, you know. Sometimes it's just not the right time and there's a reason why you didn't run that that other time, you know, but now you're good, now your family's right. good and now so,
2: you're gonna Yeah, and I, I just feel like Mama Cita's up there, you know, yeah. just just cheering me on
1: yeah well that's what you need um i'm i'm super interested in 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 the other ways that you were talking about how you look to serve people but right before that i think we're just going to take a quick break yeah i think we have a song right man yeah this jess chose this one recommended by jessica lee so you can't you can't put this one on me don't put this on me (laughs) i have never heard it before Ed maverick fuentes de ortiz we'll be right back
0: after this quick break
3: Estar conmigo si mejor no me voy Tus besos dicen que tú sí me quieres Pero tus palabras no Y al chile yo hasta moriría por ti Pero dices que no No eres directa, Ya me estás cansando, se concreta por favor. Y en la noche que las estrellas salen, yo pienso en ti, mi amor. Que me hiciste de mi cabeza, no sales. Y no lo digo por mamón. Si me dices para ti que soy. En hacerte tan feliz Eres especial para mí Dime por qué me haces sufrir Yo te olvidaré Desde las fuentes de Ortiz Soy inseguro Cuando dices que me quieres Porque he creado que no trampa amor Y ya dime si tú me quieres por favor Y he sufrido y me he empedado tanto por tu amor Y en la noche que las estrellas salen Yo pienso en ti, mi amor Que me hiciste de mi cabeza, no sales Y no lo digo por mamón Si me dices para ti que soy No dudaré en hacerte tan feliz Eres especial para mí Dime por qué me haces sufrir Yo te olvidaré desde las fuentes de Ortiz
0: We're back
1: and uh, i kind of want to touch on the crescent hotel since we're talking about eureka i feel like it's definitely appropriate to talk about right yeah, now I mean, especially because you said you're taking a trip there next, yeah next week next, next week. week next week so what can you tell us about the Crescent Hotel? <laughs> what can you tell you live, <laughs> Since
0: okay, you live in Eureka? Well, the we Crescent all know
1: Cres- it's a staple of Arkansas. It Definitely.
2: is the landmark of the city. It yeah. has been a uh, sanatorium at one time, a hospital for um, people with... Um,
1: uh, is it mental illnesses?
2: No. Was it mental illness?
1: I think... Cancer. Cancer. What was it was cancer? yeah,
2: Cancer. Yeah. There, uh in and This is why
1: we bring friends to the studio. Yeah, <laughs> different, yeah.
2: different people have come in and, you know, tried to do different things with it. But the current owner, Elise Rennick, is uh, has just done phenomenal with it. Renovated, turned she ha- actually made an ice rink in the winter. Oh, we have an about ice that. rink. Yes. I, heard about that. Yeah. I mean like that's that's just That's amazing, huge, right? Yeah, she renovated the whole downstairs, but it is—it uh, has its uh, stories of ghosts and hauntings. It's and, considered the
0: most haunted hotel in the country.
2: Yeah, well, and there are—I um, actually had a picture of of Michael the ghost. Oh, really? Oh, Whoa! Yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: that, we were just talking yeah. about that before the show. Like. So
2: apparently, he was you know construction worker in the 1800s, and he fell. It's mm-hmm. four stories, so. He fell and got killed, and so there's a certain room that he has been seen in, um, and somebody took a picture, and I saw the picture, the photograph, and I mean, it Spooky, was huh? yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it just kinda but, it's just kind of yeah. interesting. It's kind of creepy
0: too, because I heard he like goes in the shower when you're taking a shower. Oh, definitely. Whoa, so Michael was a weirdo. <laughs> He's like a peeping Tom. Kind okay. of oh, all right. Well, I didn't
2: hear that. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard he translates like, the water on, like, hot and cold when you're oh, taking a shower. Oh, that's everything. annoying. Yeah, that's really annoying. And you're, you're
1: going to go stay there next No, year? not in Michael's room. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: you got to spend big bucks to stay in Michael's room. Yeah. But, and you may or may not see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does apparently have other ghosts and things but now they have a you know they turned the whole basement where they did keep uh the bodies Mm, yeah um which is now a lovely spa so yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean yeah yeah.
1: quite quite a quite a difference there but it's a community there i mean there's a lot of people in there that i i mean i work with them for my job um the the folks over at the crescent so it's all really Really? great people yeah that's cool Um, recently they came on the
0: news i think like about a year ago um, where they found like jars, supposedly of
1: human remains that have been in there for many many years. Yeah, well, and I think about
2: from the doctor from the
1: hospital, yeah yeah from the hospital back when it was yeah uh, yeah it think, wasn't recent yeah no it wasn't <laughs> recent it'd be on
0: the it'd be on the news like yeah uh, but they also I think someone about a year ago passed away someone fell from the from one of the top floors no way yeah someone fell from one of the top floors and um and now I mean who knows maybe it's haunted by that ghost as well who yeah. knows. You know, but we'll be checking it out this week and this next week, so it should be cool. Uh, I might reach out to Susie for, for tips. Um, but how is it just kind of just living in Eureka? Like, how's how the experience? I've always wondered yeah. how, from an insider, to know like what it is. How it I goes. love
2: Eureka, it is diverse and beautiful. We just, uh, I wish it were more diverse. Yeah. Um, but the artists are incredible so creative and so wonderful. So there are people that come here because of that, because of the, the art part of it. Um, and, um, you know, tourism is our industry. Yeah. We don't have anything else. So it's, that's it. So it's usually people that own hotels or gift shops or restaurants. Mm-hmm. For a small town of less than 2,000, Right at two thousand, you can get the most phenomenal restaurants. Yeah. That you, I mean, the food is out of this world. Of course, with COVID right now, some of them are not open, or they open part way, or it's takeout only. But my gosh, the cuisine yeah. just absolutely beats a big city choice.
0: Yeah, they don't have the Christ of the Ozarks there too, right? Yeah. Well. Play. Yeah.
2: That. Yeah. Uh, I don't. That's not my favorite.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of people go there though, like people that are outside of Eureka. They go there. A big thing.
2: Yes, they do. They do, and and uh, it's an outdoor theater with the, the Passion Play, the last oh, yeah. the last week of Jesus's life, and uh, for a long time in September we would have bus loads of retired Ooh. people who would come in mm-hmm. just for the Passion Play, and my husband worked in the ER. He's he just hated it because. There'd be one or two that have a heart attack or Oh, really? Oh, wow. yeah. But, you know, older people traveling, they're walking the steps. Oh, up and down. Somebody is going to get in distress. Mm. So, um.
0: Wow. I think yeah. that Christ, that Christ is probably, it's the biggest Christ in North America, right?
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's said to emulate the, uh, the one in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah.
0: yeah I think that one's the biggest in the Christ world.
2: Christ in yes. the, and- yeah, in the Andes. But um, I don't like the statue mm-hmm. as far as... It's not my picture of what Jesus looks like.
0: Why? It's, because it's like an all-white statue pretty much. Is that yeah,
2: one? I mean... Oh. Uh, I don't want to be irreverent, but I... I, I feel do. you on that. I call it ugly Jesus. I feel but, you. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: <laughs> I,
1: know,
2: I, I it's feel you on that. only because it's not my picture of what Jesus looks like. Right. Jesus... You well it's not what a, Jesus
1: would have looked like a he's middle, a loving, he was middle beautiful Eastern.
2: Face. yeah, yeah. But probably dark feature, skin the features are just very anglo yeah. and they're sharp mm-hmm. and the look is just it's he's not smiling he's not doing anything I mean yeah. Jesus had joy yeah, yeah. my Jesus yeah. has joy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a he loves, you know, yeah. and so this one is just real stern looking. So I
0: just stiff kind of.
2: Yeah, it just I, I never really like cared. It's just well, kinda... of course it's supposed to be in the shape of a cross, that's yeah. why it's yeah. Out But yeah, I. So what really... are some
0: places that you actually recommend Eureka for people that want to go visit? That you want people that you think okay. people should go visit?
2: Well, if you love animals, mm-hmm. you should go to Turpentine Creek. Okay. They have a wonderful uh, big cat sanctuary,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah, you absolutely should visit, they, they're doing a wonderful job preserving all these big animals in wonderful big open spaces, so you can see tigers and lions and bears, oh my, you know? Yeah. Okay. it's just, uh, it's really great.
1: The Tiger King Zoo just closed down. Did you hear that? I heard about that. So, yeah. uh, well, yeah, this one's. <laughs> no, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, just. But that's. <laughs> but, but this
2: one, you get to see them in their their habitat, where, uh, as best that they can. And if you go during feeding time, you know that's they're more active. But they're really trying to preserve and take care of these animals, so they're doing a really good job. So that's a that's a wonderful venue to go. Um, you can just. Um, just for architecture there's thorn crown chapel which Mm -hmm. is uh along the lines of a frank lloyd wright structure that's just a little bit uh just like maybe two or three miles west of eureka that's really beautiful it's just serene and gorgeous glass chapel that's that's gorgeous in the woods pretty famous um so there's there's those kinds of things and then you know like i said the, well the the passion play is nice if uh uh you know you understand and it is a live production with animals camels wow. uh, dubs, always to check it out the whole thing and it's really really pretty nice um
0: How's the, uh, how's the population, like politic, like politically, is it like, a, is Eureka, I know that your district covers more than Eureka, yes. but just speaking about Eureka, is it mostly a conservative town? No, it's
2: no, it submissive. is, it's a very, um, uh, just really, if you'll think about Eureka, you know, in a small town in Arkansas, most people are there because they grew up there, mm-hmm. they have land there, uh, their grandparents were there, and then they just stay there. Eureka is different. Eureka, people are there by choice. They have Mm. given up the big city life for whatever reason. So they come, they're educated, they're Mm. smart, they come with backgrounds and culture and diversity that's really unique. So it is very independent, but uh, we're pretty much liberal. We passed the anti-discrimination ordinance a few years back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before uh, yeah. you
1: know, people and, were even talking about it in, yeah, in big news. We did it. Yeah. We
2: did it, and that was. Uh, so we have a very large uh, LGBTQ population that is fabulous. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the most wonderful human beings. They're loving. They're kind. They're creative. They're smart. Yeah. Um and and we have famous artists yeah. we have living legends that live in Eureka they have been declared by the governor uh living
0: legends mm-hmm.
2: in in their you know different venues of artistry
0: yeah yeah and so, i was wondering that because i know that harry uh farrow is yes. that, am i pronouncing her name yes, correctly uh, i've met her before yes. several, i mean i've seen her several times and stuff right. and she got elected over there and she's sure. pretty progressive so i was right. i was wondering like how that that a political makeup was you know over their population yes. um and shout out shout out to her yes. who <laughs> recommended you to be on this podcast okay.
1: um and she's a really good person and a great candidate and great politician she is. yeah um i'm i'm wondering you know is cuz you touched on the heart attacks the er stuff it is it was it you started working on this free clinic around eureka right Yeah. Uh-huh. so I wanna know what kind of brought that about, and maybe you could just tell us what that overall project uh, okay. is.
2: Okay, well, um, I am a, a speech pathologist, and I retired early.
1: So is my sister, that's awesome. Okay,
2: cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I just, we were, you came from a Sunday school class. Actually, we were just studying, we were just talking about what it what does it take to, to have bring the kingdom of God mm. To really where you are mm-hmm. and the kingdom of God is here it's not like this airy-fairy when you get to heaven kind of thing right it's here what can you do to bring about the kingdom of God I've always wanted to do mission work and I'm the mission leader in my church so I've gone to do uh, Katrina relief mm-hmm. Joplin tornado stuff but um, so we had to write a plan for what what we wanted to do. And I was interested, uh, I I worked with a lot of people that were like teacher's aides and stuff, and they they didn't have health insurance. Mm. And they were struggling to have health insurance. And I wanted to feed people, because I saw that a lot of the kids were hungry. And I said, how about we do a weekly lunch thing? Well, that, anyway, one thing led to another, and and, um, we have a fabulous food bank, and they, People didn't want to come for a meal there. I was trying to connect with people to really get to know them. So my husband was also working on his plan and he said, hey, they'll come if we give them free Mm care." So we we kind of married those ideas. And so 15 years ago, we said, let's do it. And so we got a little, Subcommittee together, we studied it, we researched it, and we said, okay, we're either in or we're out.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And we said we're in, mm. and so uh, it's just been fantastic.
1: That's so cool. So what yeah. what kind of healthcare is it? Do you just do like all the primary stuff?
2: Free healthcare. So you get um, you get medical, you get dental, you get uh, optometry. Wow. You get. Uh, we have a fully licensed pharmacy. so you get all your meds before you leave yeah we have physical therapists we have counseling we have um, we have nutritional counselors to teach you if you've got diabetes how to do it yeah Mm. um, we have babysitting because everybody will come
0: is there an official name for this clinic
2: yes it's called echo Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Eureka Christian Health Outreach so that's it dr. Oz came okay Uh, we were on, we were on Oprah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Wow.
2: That's cool. Dr. Oz came and we were the first free clinic he had ever seen.
1: Yeah. Ever. What did he think?
2: He loved it.
1: Okay. He loved it.
2: And you know, he had just come from doing open heart surgery that day in New York City and flew down on Oprah's jet, (laughs) landed in Rogers, came over and, um, and then he said, I've come from the highest technology to the lowest and you all are doing good medicine and wow, he just that's cool. he just starts seeing patients yeah and, yeah oh, that's <laughs> and we also feed people so yeah. when you come for your clinic visit that night we provide you a, a healthy nutritional meal and then any leftovers we box up and give to the patients and oftentimes that's that's their best food
0: yeah that's so cool you know? uh, thank so, you for doing that that's so yeah. cool you i, know, to be I able
2: love to... it i love it i i serve as the interpreter
0: okay because um, you speak spanish
2: right and so we um but i've had to learn medical spanish which uh, is it's a, a different whole different world, world. Oh, yeah, yeah that's well, that's been a hard one
0: you know when you're when you're latinx you from like you're five years old you interpret for your parents you're like yeah. the official translator right? Sure. one time funny story which i just talked about this yesterday at another event um i went to a doctor to interpret for my dad right uh-huh. and they were talking about his lungs how he needed to quit smoking because of, it might affect his lungs and stuff and i was a little kid so i didn't even know how to translate exactly. so instead <laughs> of saying pulmones which yes. is lungs i said lonjas which is oh, which is like, you which, is like which is like a, like, a, like the fat, you know, the jelly yeah, rolls on your, your body. That's your side I was like, Dad, your jelly rolls. You need to take care <laughs> of your jelly rolls <laughs> on your body. But your, your jelly rolls aren't expanding <laughs> So I'm glad you were there interpreting and uh, and hopefully I mean no better vocabulary than I do over here saying low I'm sure she does. Oh <laughs> uh,
2: no. I mean, you know, because that gets real personal. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So we really need that. No, but we we're, we're just We're just doing great stuff. I mean, and we get free because of our relationships with the doctors. I have one uh, young woman who's diabetic, losing her eyesight, going blind, because that can happen if your sugar's not good, well controlled. We were able to get her to a clinic in Springfield, Missouri Mm. for eye treatment, laser treatment that costs about 4,000 per a pop. Mm -hmm. She's been there about eight times. All free. Wow. All free. That's so cool. They saved her
1: eyes. Oh, my
0: goodness. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you once again for that work that you do because I feel like that you've probably changed a lot of lives without even knowing. Um, so you're running for the state legislature. I always have difficulty pronouncing that word for yeah. some reason. Um, have you thought about like maybe some, some uh, legislation that you might want to sure. uh, bring about? Is, have you, do you have any plans for that? And uh, if so, if you would like to share? I have a whole
2: notebook. Um, Yes.
0: What are some of the ones that are or or one that's the most important to you that you
1: would like? Well,
2: of course, healthcare. Mm -hmm. And with the COVID right now, uh, we're not going to be able to conquer this until we get testing done. Yeah. So we have got to have rapid testing and the the way that we can do this is to ensure that every health department has a rapid testing uh, machine. Mm that can fire off results so you get them within 30 minutes yeah and that's how we're going to nip this thing so you know and and those machines only cost not very much i mean for a million dollars there's 70 health clinics across the state of arkansas i think every one of them needs to have
1: i'm surprised they don't already yeah they
2: don't have it yeah and and um we need to be able to do that. So that's how we can get on top of this, because this has been so badly handled.
1: Right.
0: Luckily, it only took me like six days to get my results. Only for six. folks. It took 30 days for some yeah. folks. Like literally like it was three weeks after they, they were sick. And they were like, by this point, I'm probably good already. You know, so what's and you know point?
1: what it's and it's and it's <laughs> the the health units should have, you know, the, the Washington County health units, so Ben County health units, they take 38 to 48 hours. I went to, North, to Northwest Health, they, it's my general physician. I've got good insurance, it took an hour. You know, and that, you that's get the result. Yes, and one that's one hour. One hour, and th- that's but that's good. because I have, you know, good insurance. Did I go end. to the wrong place or what's
0: up? Because <laughs> I went to Washington Regional and it was like urgent care. And that's and it, took like it's six different. days, it's five different. or six and days. It,
1: but that's the thing, uh, to Susie's point, everybody should have this. There's yeah. absolutely no reason every single health facility should shouldn't just be blasting through these tests so that we know. You know, and then well, look.
2: I mean, look at how it's affecting the minorities. It's it's affecting the Latina
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: population heavily. The Marshallese, mm-hmm. heavily. Right. Uh, and and your ability to do contact tracing when the tests are seven days out is almost just negates the whole test. Yeah. So y- you have to be able to to catch it, identify it, and then quickly do the contact tracing so you can not give it to the rest of your family and extended Mm -hmm. family because the latinos uh are big on family and extended family
0: right isn't it crazy how we're at right now where we're where we're at it's not where we're supposed to be and school starts tomorrow
2: see that's insane i think we're we're jumping the gun here yeah and um yeah it's, it's not
0: right. Like, it's scary. I know that a lot of... I've spoken through... <clears throat> specifically through, like, uh, private messages with teachers, you know, in our in our district here in Springdale, and they're concerned. You know, yeah. like, tomorrow they have to go back to school. And, I mean, if some people might not want to wear their masks, might take them off, and you know, as, as well as I know that, even if you have your own mask, it doesn't protect you from the person that doesn't
1: have their mask and might have COVID and might talk to you and might, right. you know? Yeah, and and... You know, I feel bad for career educators that feel like they have to end their career now because yeah. of this.
0: Have you seen that graphic that has yes. like seen it, Fort Smith dropped like 30 Two, something teachers or 200?
1: 200? In the Fort Smith school. Okay, District. I must have seen the old graphic then. Yeah, 200 wow. educators are retired in Fort Smith. But,
2: but I understand it because yeah. if I were working as a speech pathologist, I can't do that remotely. Mm. I have to. It's it's hands on. Yeah. So those children are, are gonna suffer, you know. But if we had done this smartly, and if we had our testing in place, um, we wouldn't be where we are right now.
1: Yeah. So. And I, and I think it also speaks. And this may be getting like to a different point, but you know the need for for childcare. We mm-hmm. were talking about that this this last week. Is you know pre K as well being part of our educational systems i would love for a legislator to, to go and, and make that a mission as well okay well that
2: <laughs> is on my platform there we go
1: hey, Susie, yeah. Pre-K, yeah.
2: mandatory pre-k we do yeah. not have it and we need to have it
1: absolutely and
2: so yes it is absolutely on my platform
1: yeah because parents i mean child care so expensive it is so expensive and 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 you know i know a lot of people that have these pre-k clinics and it it isn't anything against them, but it needs to be available to everybody Um, because it takes, raising a child is is a full-time job and you're taking people away from the workplace, you know.
0: And I feel like it helped me because I mean, I qualify for pre-K in California because of like our low income and our family, right? What was it, Head Start? Yeah, I was head start. I did head start. Yeah, in and, Cali. But I also feel like I had an advantage when I, whenever I was in first or second grade, I felt like I was ahead of a lot of the students, you know, because I had already, you know, my social skills were better than a lot of the people exactly that had started late, right. yeah. and I was able to to communicate better, and I was able to function better, just in general, in all my classes. So um, not only is it childcare, but it also like helps you just get ready faster for what's to come. Right. I personally feel. Um, any other issues that, that
1: mattered that matter to you, Susie?
2: Oh, well, there. Is- it's not enough affordable housing.
1: Yeah, Definitely. It, and this it, is a project you've taken on it, it, in Eureka exactly. already. It, it
2: is, and so we started a low income and homeless housing project. We uh, have built 10 houses thus far. Nice. We plan to build 26 on the piece of property, and I say build, that means I physically
1: go the there thing. yeah i've seen these yeah. pictures of you susie out there you're actually working I, on these hey, houses
2: hey i put i put the decking on the first eight houses there you on, go on their roof yeah so I, yo soy <laughs> un techadora. so you know it's uh if you give research shows that if we give a homeless person a home where they are stable you come out far ahead financially then if you keep throwing programs at them mm-hmm. and keep throwing things at them. Because what you're doing is you're getting to the source of where they are, giving them security, and then they can start working on their other issues. Yeah. Now, we provide a social worker to work with the residents in our village. We call it Echo Village. It's an extension of our...
1: Of the, of the clinic.
2: Of the clinic, right. Um, and I'm not saying that that has to be the way you have to do it. There's lots of ways, but we don't have enough affordable housing. We, because we're a tourist industry, we have a lot of people that are, uh, you know, seasonal workers. They can't afford to live in Eureka. There's not enough places. Yeah. So, um, and then in my mission work, when, remember when the Arkansas River flooded? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when we went down there to help with those Houses and things—all those people. And those were fancy, big houses. There was, there weren't places for those people to leave and mm-hmm. go, go rent.
1: Yeah, emergency housing. So yes, yeah.
2: so it's all across the state of Arkansas. There's not enough affordable housing to give people, and when, you know, and it comes back to my faith. Mm-hmm. Jesus was homeless. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He knows exactly what it's like. Definitely. And you know, he didn't have a place to lay his head. And
0: mm.
2: I think that that's the very least we can do for our uh, fellow brothers and sisters.
0: Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. When, where can people find you on social media, Susie?
2: Well, I'm on Facebook, Susie Bell for Arkansas, spelled with a Z, S-U-Z-I-E, Susanna. Okay. Susanna.
0: Is that your full? Is that your full name? Susana? No,
2: my first name is Carmen.
0: Okay, Ka- that's, Carmen. My, that's my mom's name too. Carmen
2: Susana. But when I went to school in California, there was a little boy named Carmen in my class. Sure. And the teacher assumed my name was the deviant one. Mm. And so the kids made fun of me. And Cause so, because,
0: of, because of Carmen?
2: Because of Carmen.
0: Okay.
2: His name was Carmen, my name was Carmen. But she assumed that but that's a Latina name yeah. for a female. Mm-hmm. But, so I came home crying, I said, I don't want to be carbon anymore, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's how that came about, but uh, Susie Bale for Arkansas,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I'm on Twitter, Susie Bell, underline AR, and same on Instagram.
0: Where can um, people donate? On do you have a website right now?
2: I do, SusieBell.org. Okay, yeah.
1: and we'll post yeah. the link with the uh, with the actual episode online, so people can donate. Okay, great. To Susie, you, Susie, and and I know like right now you're you're <laughs> kind of home displaced too. So I wanna mm-hmm. uh, your house burned down, right?
2: Yes, my house burned about 20 years ago. So you know, to you, you ground, know To the ground, I like. had nothing. I had nothing but what I was wearing. Yeah and so did my children and so um i get it yeah i i know fortunately i had insurance right you see but but for a year we were we had to live in a rental and um try to build back you know on on so i understand that yeah i mean and To this day, the smell of burnt wood is a bad smell
0: for me. Yeah.
1: But you're working on it. You've been working on building houses for people and And giving them health care. So thank you so much for your work. Thank you for running for, for our state legislature. And to the people that are in District 97,
0: which covers Eureka, Sonora, Goshen, Did I miss them? Barryville. Barryville.
2: Holiday Island. Holiday Holiday Island. Which sounds like a cool place to live. And Hinesville. Make sure
0: you vote for Susie. Make sure you follow her on social media. And uh, any other final words you want to leave with our listeners um, in regards to to your campaign?
2: Well, you know, I'm I'm tired of the partisanship. Please consider the person, not the party, on really what we can do. I... I in working with my clinic and, and other things I know how to work with people. Yep. I know how to reach across and and deal with uh people of different political persuasions. Because mm-hmm. we have volunteers that, you know, are Republican or so um that's where we need to be. This it's time to start talking to people, it's time to start loving people, looking at them as humans. Definitely. And I feel like I can do that. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah,
0: thank you, Susie. Thank you for being here. Uh, We appreciate, like I said, vote Susie Bell, District 97. And that's the end of of this week's episode, episode 60. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Have a good day.